Are you freaking out yet? Are you freaking out yet? Think I'm gonna fucking cut that shit? Huh? 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 Where am I? I can't see myself. Oh shit, I turned it off. My bad. Business, baby. Normal business. Just coming in here, taking care of it. Okay, Easter Conference Finals. Here we are again, back to back. And now, club time, baby. Pop, pop, pop bottles, baby. Pop, pop, pop. Not, not that. No, let's not do that. We don't want those pop. We want the pop, pop, pop. No, that this still doesn't look right. Sorry. See, can't do it anymore. Okay, can we get this? I think I just killed it. Did I kill it? Did I fuck it up? Nah, I didn't 
Hey, fuck it up. You know why? Because we need to call our finals again. <laughs> so pop, 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 pop. Shake it. Popping. This is a, this is an imaginary champagne bottle. So we're clear. I know it's 18 and up, but hey, just to make sure. Just let it play out, bro. Why can't I let it play out, man? Let me let it play out, bro. You guys never get to hear this, man. You know, I always say, come on, cut, 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 cut. You know why? Because there's no, there's no time to enjoy this. We had no time to enjoy this track. You know why? Because we had business to take care of. And when you have business to take care of, you don't party. I mean, you do party, but you don't party as much. Party enough. Are we going to hit this shit with the fucking rewind? Because you know what? You better fucking believe that this motherfucker is getting a fucking rewind. Hit me with the rewind. From the fucking top, bitches. I'm sorry, I don't like to use that term because it's, it's it's very derogatory, so I really apologize for that. Come on, you bastard sons of Kronos. Let's do this. One more time. Around the block. Are you ready for another back-to-back appearance in the Eastern Conference? Finals! <laughs> We're just gonna let this shit play. Double it, baby. You know why you're gonna double it? You know why you're gonna hear this track rewind again, bitches? Cause we're back to back. That's four. Back to back. That still doesn't look as good. Back to back. Eastern Conference Finals. Appearance. We have a lot to talk about. I have not written anything. And we're not gonna start until this track is over. Again. You're going to do it. Rise. Rise with this track. just got disconnected, so I'm sorry. Maybe I, it's because I'm watching the game again. But I don't want to stop it, because if I stop it, then I'm not going to be able to watch the game again. I'm going to fucking have to wait till like 4 in the morning, and I don't want to do that. I want to watch the game. I'm watching, I'm re-watching, doing the rewatch right now. First quarter, 48, 31, 22 minutes. In case you, uh, in case you missed it. <laughs> Sorry, I usually don't come out like this. And I usually don't. I'm not trying to, you know, put it in their faces. Let me tell you something. Okay, should we cut? No, what the fuck are we gonna cut for, bro? Two times, bitches, I told you. We're taking this to the end. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Deuce. 
It's like uh, how Dr. What the hell was his name again? Dr. Uh, Dr. Death? I don't know if Dr. Death. It was Dr. Uh, whatever. You know that guy with the mustache. Looks exactly like him, but he's actually a white guy that wears a wig. Uh, disrespect. Dr. Disrespect. Two time. The two time. The two time. Big up to Dr. Disrespect. I used to watch him all the time. You know, I used to watch him before, though. Um, I'll be so good. Cause he was a great watch. Great watch. One of the very few people that you can watch first-person shooters and enjoy. Um, and it wasn't like obnoxious. And he was, you know, obnoxious. But that was his. It was his stick, so it was cool, you know. It made it, 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 that was you, you need to go see him. That was the first. You put, hey, I'm an obnoxious guy. And you're like, oh, okay. I would not talk about that. But I really didn't. But it was talking about the two He still got me. Let's get into this because estamos comiendo mierda aquí. La verdad, eh, estamos aquí jodiendo de piña. Como que si estamos que, que no tenemos nada que hacer, ¿eh? no, no hay que trabajar, no hay que hacer nada, no, no, no. Juega a ti por como, como, como. Can we stop this? No, I, I said only two times. Only two. Okay, we only get two. Back to back. Back to back. Okay, Jimmy, you did a marvelous job. Can you please take your penis away from us, thing? Well, you know what? Don't. But let's just leave Jimmy here. You know, it's it's. We made it here. We we worked. Let me tell you, bro. If you've watched this team, which you didn't probably, I don't know what to tell you, bro. I watched just about every. I think I missed like three games because of scheduling and. Uh, yeah, the only reason I missed the game is because I think they, they scheduled at a time and I didn't fucking realize it was at night or it was during the day and I was like, fuck, but I only missed like three games, I feel. Um, I, I I really wish I would have kept up with Hikotura this year, bro. I really wish I did because it was just, it was, like I had a lot of work. This work season was one of the worst work seasons I ever had, I feel. I didn't enjoy it. I fought a lot with my dad and uh, I'm at a point where I'm just like, I need to find another job, dude. And so I'm desperately looking for another job. So if you... Want a filmmaker or a writer, please? Or an artist, illustrator, or an animator? I don't give a fuck. Just whatever. Something to do with creative and arts, please look me up. Look, I have a resume. It's extensive. But uh, I, I just was too busy, man. And then as soon as I was done with uh, tax season, I, I, I wanted to try and get back into the film. And then I, I started fiddling with the animation, the pilot. That I, have, I started three, two fucking years ago and shit. And I hadn't finished. And, and I wanted to... Try set up with the film, but then out of nowhere, I got like the struck by the bolt of lightning to do the album. So once I get struck with the bolt of lightning, and I saw that I was like banging out track after track after track after track. It was like a whole week where I just made like bam, 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 banged out all these awesome tracks. I was like, fuck it, bro. Let me just focus on doing this album, get this shit out of the way, and then once the album's done, then I'm gonna jump back into the films and shit. So that's what I kind of did, and so um, and it just took a really long time because I, I wanted it to sound really, really good, and I feel like this was the best. I've ever mastered uh, an album, 
I don't know, maybe not, I don't know, because sometimes I listen to my old tracks I've heard before, and I'm like, wow, bro, I don't know how the fuck we made that shit, because I, we made that shit with, like, less equipment, less fucking uh, processing power, and less plugins, and it sounds sometimes better than the shit that I have now, so it's really weird, but, uh, uh, yeah, I just, I just didn't have time, man, I just didn't have time, I didn't have the energy, I, I'd like to fucking come in here and just bang it out, but I knew if I was doing Hikultura, like, the way that I was, the mental state that I was, I would just come in here, do it 10 minutes, and get the fuck out of here, and be like, okay, I want to get this done. And I couldn't do that, dude. So uh, rather than that, and I said, you know what? Let me just wait till the postseason. If we make the postseason, I'll just do it. And then after I saw everything was going, I started thinking, you know what? Maybe not. Let me not do Hikultura because the reason why we're going so far is because I haven't done Hikultura. You know, because I didn't do Hikultura. I don't want to fuck it up. So you know what I said? Hey, wait till the end. Wait till at the end of every series, and then we do one. So you know what? We kind of didn't wait to the end because we had the other time because I was like, you know, we're going to stomp these motherfuckers. After that first game, I was like, these motherfuckers are done. Okay, I know it took six games. And look, get real. Real talk right now. Big ups to the Knicks and big ups to all Knicks fans in New York. You know, we love you guys. We fight a lot. Miami and New York fight a lot, but we love you guys. Um, I think things have changed, really. I know you have, I feel like being somebody from New York with New York family who has a constant tie and, and is constantly, you know, uh, around the New York people because I, and I'm a Jet fan. So when I heard Jet season comes, I turn into a New York person, you know? So I can, I can, I know it. I know what it's like. I know what you're going through. I can tell you, bro, like you guys aren't far off, but you guys are kind of far off. Okay. Because as long as the fucking heat goddamn exists with Eric Spolster, bro, the same way, as long as the fucking Bill Belichick exists with fucking New England, you ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. Tom Thibodeau was not the guy. I knew we were going to beat you motherfuckers when you hired Tom Thibodeau. When you hired Tom Thibodeau, I knew we were going to beat him because Eric Spolstra has Tom Thibodeau in his back fucking pocket, bro. Like, no problem. No problem, bro. We, we would destroy Tom Thibodeau every chance we fucking got going into, uh, uh, going into the playoffs back, back in the day. When he was with the Bulls, destroyed him. No problem. Tom Thibodeau kills his players, bro. You know, you better hope for God Jalen Brunson survives Tom Thibodeau. That's why Jimmy Butler left Tom Thibodeau, because Tom Thibodeau was killing him. Killing him. Running him to the ground. Same thing's going to happen with Jalen Brunson. That's a good team. Tom Thibodeau's not a good coach. He's not a guy. He's not the guy. You got to get someone younger. You got to get somebody, um, you got to get somebody younger. You got to go, you got an ex-player, something like that. That's, that's just more connected with today's kind of, uh, With today's game, I uh, I fully expect Tom Thibodeau to retire after today. I fully expect it. I fully expect him to come out and be like, you know what, I'm going to leave. I'm retiring because uh, you know, reality is I won't ever be fucking Eric Spolster. And as long as that motherfucker is coaching, there's just no reason for me to be here. So I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Thibodeau, you know what Tom Thibodeau should do? Should leave NBA, go coach NCAA, man, because NCAA... That shit looks like it's real. That's a lot of fun, bro. So I would I would go over there and I would do that and I would go coach NCAA and I bet you he goes coaches NCAA and he wins a couple titles over there for sure. And he becomes like a fucking god. For sure. For sure. But um not here, not now. Okay? That's the real. That's that's me. I guarantee there's a bunch of Heat fans out there that are gonna be like, oh my god, I didn't know I was scared of the Knicks and stuff like that. I did not fear the Knicks. I did not fear our placement. I knew I knew going in this this you know when we started the playoffs with the playing game, I knew things was things were weird, man, and things were off, but I fully expected us to make the playoffs in some kind of capacity, whether as a last seed or a seventh seed or something. I knew we were gonna make it. I just wasn't really feeling the way that we were playing. 
But then when we beat the Bulls, I was like, okay, you know, maybe there is a switch. There may be something there. And I feel like, you know what, these guys are going to go against now. All we needed to do was get into the playoffs and get into the seven-game series with the fucking Bucks, and then just battle it out. And I think and I think we're battling it out with this team and showing up, which was a big fucking key, healthy. We, we're not healthy now. But when we showed up over there, that first game, we were healthy. We were healthy enough to withstand the, the clash where both fucking teams got unhealthy. And then when both teams got unhealthy, what, was, what remained was enough to beat them. So that's kind of where I was like, okay, we're going to be just fine. Okay? So before I go on, you know what? Should we keep Jimmy? Because this is just kind of getting a little awkward for me. And it's starting to, I don't know, I feel like I smell his dick now. Is that weird? Is that me? Okay, so I'm going I'm to get rid of him. That's him. It's definitely him. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Thank you very much for your service. We really do appreciate you. Uh, we'll leave you with this. He cultura. 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 I'm trying to get into focus here, but this stupid fucking shit, man. I swear, dude, I hate this fucking bullshit, man. Sometimes you just gotta like go and just, just, just smack it. You know, you just hate on it. You know, I just don't. I don't like to do that these days. Man. I'm a nice guy, bro. What do you mean? I'm a nice guy. What are you doing this to me? Understand? I need your work. I haven't shaved. Oh my god, bro. Pero que te pasa? Estoy aquí. Is it just because I don't have enough light? But I should because I have a, literally a 40-inch screen TV right in front of my fucking face. Like, not even 10 inches. It's like it's like right here. It's right there. That's arm length from me right now. What are we doing? This thing's fucking bright as shit. I need, I don't need more fucking light, bro. I like the darkness. Um, just okay, Alex. Okay. He cultura. He cultura. He cultura. He cultura. However you say it, that's how you say it. Now and forever, I don't make the rules. I just make the rules. Because I am Studio Bogura. Studio. M-O-G-U-R-A. Hit me up at the PayPal, Cash App. Any donations go toward the making of my independent film, The Strategist. Coming soon at some point. I know I've been saying it for a long time. It's a real process. I'm trying to battle my internal kind of like self into being conf building enough confidence to feel like I can lead a team of people to do this and at the same time that the script is is solid and it's as good as it's going to be and is there any other idea that I can kind of come up with maybe to kind of change it maybe to make it easier maybe to make it shorter maybe to make it like just flow better maybe to make less locations can I can I do something there and that's kind of what I've been trying to figure out um so uh we're gonna go uh, that's what we're dealing with so anyways uh, all donations go toward the making of that film if you include your name in the memo of your donation, I will include your name in the, in the end credits of the film and on the IMDb listing as a producer. So, by all means, donate. It can be anything from a dollar to a million dollars. doesn't matter. I will put your name in the credits and you will get producer credit. Official producer credit where you can tell your friends, hey, you know what? I produced the film. For sure. For real. That's no joke. Uh, the next two QR codes are from my book, hardcover and the softcover version, Full Moon Nights, uh, available on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Uh, it's basically a chronicle of my uh, early time as a raver in Miami in like the early 2000s 
going to a rave called Full Moon Nights that used to take at, used to take place at a, uh, a, a go-kart amusement center here in Miami called uh, Malibu Grand Prix. Uh, maybe you guys had it. Maybe you guys had it, and it was called, uh, uh, what was it called? It was called something else. It was, um, I, I forgot what it was called, but it was called, there was something else. That, it was more the nationwide name of it was a, it was a different name, but I can't remember right, right, right now. Something Park, I don't know. But uh, anyway, it just, you know, you just do parties there, all that kind of stuff. So <clears throat> if you're interested in EDM, you're interested in crazy stories, you're interested in in, in, in cool, interesting memoirs, uh, POC, uh, just fucking sex, drugs, and fucking madness, bro, and like psychedelic, fucking psychoactive, uh, fucking tripping talk, by all means, check it out, okay? Uh, also check out my uh, comic shop, which is also doubles as my blog. I've been, I, I've been, I'm going to try and get more into writing. I just wrote a nice little article about the, the, the Miami Heat. Uh, and how they are basically an eight seed uh, posing as a one seed. I mean, sorry, a one seed posing as an eight seed. Sorry about that. Uh, so please check that out on Octotaku. Uh, also, and the last one is my, uh, my uh, what should I call it? Uh, QR code from my Spotify playlist. So you can listen to my entire discography. If you hit the QR code, um, you probably will, if you do it on your phone, it's going to just take you to like, a list, a playlist of like similar songs. You might not list, be able to listen. You might hit into a couple songs, but you're not, you're not gonna be able to listen to it. It's true, unless you like subscribe uh, on Spotify. So I highly recommend you listen to it on your computer, because on the computer you can just listen to the to the complete lit playlist, no problem. And you can choose whatever songs. You just gotta like you know deal with the advertisement and stuff like that. But whatever. But yeah, but please listen, please support. Uh, new album coming out uh, August fifteenth. Uh, the reflection blinds you from seeing the truth. Uh, do I have a, let's, let's do one of these, hold on, uh, sorry, I'm trying to... Sort this out so it looks a little bit cleaner. I'm just going to put it right over here in the middle. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That's the new album cover. Um, the Reflection Binds You From Seeing the Truth. It's going to be nine tracks, right? It's nine tracks, uh, but it's 40 minutes long. And I will, again, bro, with this stupid shit. It's, it's the fucking light, dude. So I'm going to have to turn on the light. Thank goodness, just... Apparently not fucking. Say it's not it needs light. Um, yeah. So the reflection blinds you from seeing the truth. Nine track album, forty minutes. Uh, one secret song. Uh, there's actually like the first track. The reason why there's only nine tracks is <clears throat> the first track is like a double track, so it's like an eight minute track, but it's really two tracks in one. And then the last track is like a ten minute track, which you know it's just this ridiculous epic song that they made. And so at that point, I was like, I don't really need to put 10 fucking songs in. So, you know, there is a secret song. Uh, so you'll have a secret song in there that I think the secret song itself is another eight minutes. So at that point, like the whole album is like almost 15 minutes long. Uh, <clears throat> and if you cut it out, it's actually 12 tracks. Uh, but the way that I set it up, I set it up with nine tracks plus a, a secret song. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm really happy about this album, the way that it came out, like... Uh, you know, a lot of it is because of What's-Her-Face and, you know, OBS, we're reconnected, so there you go. Sorry about that. But basically, it's uh, just, you know, another album. About, I don't want to say another album about her, but, I mean, a lot of the tracks are about her. What are you going to do? 
Or maybe not. Maybe a lot of it, most of it is about me. You know? It's not about her. To be honest, it's really more about me, I guess. Uh, that's why I said it's a reflection, you know? Um, I don't think this one's very... Uh, it's not as political as writing history. Writing history was really political. Like, that was politically motivated. Uh, because uh, I wrote a lot of writing history when I was watching the uh, the Vietnam War documentary that came out on PBS by Ken Burns. So when that came out, <clears throat> I was uh, I was just you know in an interesting headspace because I hadn't done any music for like ten years, and then I did this like really quick little LP of just you know I was bored and I started making tracks and then the tracks were sounding really good and really different and it felt like I had found my sound like I felt like I, oh this is my style you know and so once that happened I was like you know because for a long time after 10 years I was like telling myself I don't think I think I could I know how to still make music dude and I, when I went in there I was like no it wasn't even that I know how to make music still it's, it's not only that but I actually have my own style now and it sounds very distinctive so, and I can hear it. So I'm like, fuck, okay, cool. So that's why I, I, I said, fuck it, you know, let me dip back into it. And I started dipping back into it, and then a lot of shit fucking happened. And, <clears throat> you know, even while making that album, I made extra tracks that uh, some of them appear on this uh, album. Even like two or three of them, I think. But I know one of them is like, I, I, one of them is a track I made in like 2010 that I, I finished now. Um, and another is like uh, a few other ones, or, or some I made during Pandemic. You know, there's a couple of tracks, there's a couple of pandemic tracks in there. Um, so, but uh, overall, I'm really happy with how it sounds, how it came out. Uh, I love the cover. I was gonna, I was trying to get this other cover, but I, but I, I feel like I couldn't use that other cover of the Ukrainian woman because, uh, I, you know, number one, I would have to pay for for it to use it, and that was like five hundred bucks. And to some people, that doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a lot of money for me. Like, that's a lot of money for me when, especially like. I hate to say it, y'all motherfuckers don't donate. Y'all motherfuckers don't follow. Y'all motherfuckers don't subscribe. That kind of shit. When you don't have, when you have a very little following like that, it's very difficult to be just like, you know what, I'm going to spend $500 on on a fucking picture of a Ukrainian woman holding a fucking AK-47. Um, and plus, I think if I use that, <clears throat> it really doesn't mesh with the tracks. You know, it would make more sense to use it in the last album, but the last album, I had to use the writing history uh, because it was just this image and with the IS-300, it was, there was a lot going on there. Um, so with this one, this one's like a very internal reflection of myself. Like I, I, I felt this image was, was appropriate and I've had this image for quite some time now. Um, yes, that is me. Yes, that is me and my mask and that's, that's the masks that I wear whenever I perform. Um, so yeah, so check it out. August 15th is coming out on all streaming platforms. And pre-order starts May uh, 18th on my sister's birthday. So once the pre-order comes out, I'll put out the link. And I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll put out a single. I'll, I'll put out the first single, which is Psycho X. And I just got to set that up. What I'm trying to do right now is I'm trying to find a, a, another another uh, cover for it. So that I can, uh, I don't know, release that. I haven't figured it out yet. So that's what I'm looking for. But uh, yeah, so let's get... Uh, Sorry, let me, uh, fuck, I forgot where I put this, there we go. Okay. <clears throat> what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about?
<clears throat> you better believe I got me some fucking flowery for this game. Gastropop. You better believe I got that shit. I took one hit like at the beginning of the fourth quarter and I just haven't hit the pulse since, to be honest with you. Because I was just like, ah, my hands were sweating so much. You know when you go in the pool and you're in the pool for too long and your hands wrinkle? My hands in the fourth quarter were wrinkled. But I wasn't nervous. Like, I didn't feel it in here in the stomach. I didn't get the nerves, but I was, I felt it here. Right there, that's where I felt it. Did you feel it? Because I felt it. Don't say We're going headphoneless because I realized I don't even have the headphones on when I use this stupid thing. You know? Like, I really, just, these things are meaningless to me. I don't even hear myself. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I just put it on for show, I realized. What do you want to talk about? I mean, this is just exhausted, but to be honest with you, I'm totally exhausted today. Uh, I just had to ride around and do shit, so. Getting back and then the game, the stress of it. So right now I'm just like, wow. We just, we just, we just went through a six-game series, dude. To get to the Eastern Conference Riders. Two years in a row. I can feel it. I keep thinking back to last year when, you know, when Jimmy missed the shot. How I literally gave myself a hernia injury. Like my hernia popped out at that game and I, and I collapsed to the floor in, in pain, doubled over. Like with like three minutes left in the game and I couldn't cheer, I couldn't give any energy, I couldn't do nothing because I was just in so much fucking pain. And, and then Jimmy missed a shot and I was like, okay, that's it. I was just like, oh my God. And I can tell you, bro, I'm still dealing with the hernia a year fucking later from that. I'm still dealing with it right here. It's not as big and it doesn't hurt as much and it's just there you know but it's still there you know so i'm hoping that we win this shit this time around so i can get rid of the fucking hernia and that's what's gonna get rid of the hernia okay that's the reality no 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 exercise no no cream no nothing it's literally getting getting into the finals getting jimmy back into the finals into the true finals because i don't want to hear anybody fucking talk about any more goddamn bubble don't come to me bringing me this bubble bullshit anymore because we're back in the eastern conference finals Denver's back in the Eastern Conference Finals. I would not be fucking shocked if the Lakers make it back to the Eastern for the Western Conference Finals. I'm sorry, Denver in the Western Conference Finals. And, and I fully expect, fully with all my heart, I fully expect the Celtics to be there. That's the same four fucking bubble teams. The same four. You know, all these, all these past years, all you motherfuckers have just been talking about the bubble bullshit, the bubble this, bubble team, bubble team, bubble don't count, bubble don't count, bubble don't count, when you just realize how you don't know what you're talking about. You should all look at the mirror today and just, you know, swallow your fucking pride, bro. It's not, it's not a bad thing to sometimes swallow your pride, man. Swallow your fucking pride, okay? And, and, and admit to yourself that you were wrong about that shit. The sooner that this country... Starts to, like, the sooner that half of this country starts to admit that they were wrong about shit. And I'm not talking about the fucking left, okay? I'm talking about the right, dude. Who's like, you know what? I think we need more AR-15s after a fucking mass shooting every goddamn fucking week. You all motherfucker need to get your shit straight. And to me, you're in the same pool of these people that are just like... Because you didn't look at the bubble like an experiment. You looked at the bubble just like another form of entertainment for you to eat up. Like another thing for you to eat and shit out. That's all you mother... A lot, that's all, like, literally 50% of this fucking country is. People that are here to just take in and shit out. 
And it's like, we could be better. We could be so much fucking better, but you would rather just eat shit and fucking shit it back out, dude. There's no need for that. You should have been looking at the bubble like a science experiment. But what was happening during that time because of COVID? Y'all were rejecting science because you're all stupid. You are. I'm sorry. I'm not going to fucking code it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. I'm not going to be nice about it anymore. I don't have to anymore, okay? We gave you enough fucking leeway. Now, we don't got to give you leeway anymore. Y'all were stupid. Y'all were stupid for thinking the bubble teams were like bullshit or the bubble was bullshit. When it's literally like you have every fucking best athlete in the fucking NBA in this like centralized environment. Lock the fuck down. All you can do is just eat, breathe, and live basketball. Give it to us, dude. You think you weren't watching... You, some of you really believe that you were not watching the best basketball you've ever seen in your entire life simply because your team just wasn't good enough. That's the reality. The reality is, is the majority of people who think that fucking the bubble was bullshit, they were literally just fans of a team that just didn't do good in the bubble because your team was not built for the bubble. Your team was not a championship caliber fucking team. The Miami Heat, for all you want to fucking talk, just because it ain't LeBron, it ain't Wade, it ain't Bosch anymore. They have built a championship-level team. Butler is a top-four fucking player. There are four teams in the Eastern Conference, in, in, the, in the Conference Finals, okay? West and the East, there are four teams. Each of those teams has one player. Those players are the best players in the fucking league. One, two, three, four. Okay, I don't want to, don't give me this, oh, two players from one team. No, we're not doing that. One team, one player from each team, and Butler is one of them. Butler, Jovic, eh, is going to be either fucking uh, 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 Tatum or LeBron. Those are the four people who are, like, those are the stars. Those are the people that you're going to see their faces in the marquee, the faces in the ads, the faces in the posters. This team is a championship-level team, and it deserves the fucking respect that you give the Lakers, that you gave right now to the Knicks. Let me tell you something. It was disgusting to see the amount of positive coverage you're giving a fucking team that is down 3-1. Like, just, just stop, media. I get that, like, we get that New York thinks that it's still the mecca of fucking, like, media, but I'm going to break it down to you, bro. You're not. You're not anymore. You're not the Mecca. You're not the center of fucking media anymore. You're really not. You're not. You're just not. You are not because you are not the fucking internet. The internet is the center of the fucking universe right now. Okay? Not New York. I don't watch any fucking news media bullshit. I don't. And I receive the news quicker than those fucking people. Okay, so maybe just, just surfing on the fucking internet, dude. You can get the news faster than, if, than anybody on any fucking media conglomerate that has a fucking building on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, wherever the fuck it's at. Okay? You can get the news faster than the 10,000 people that work for Time Warner. You can get the news faster than them. You can get the news faster than any freaking buddy in media, bro. You can get the news faster. Okay? You can get the news instantaneously. You can live stream. You can be joining it as it happens. Don't bring me 
fucking 24 hour news stream that is still a day and a half behind the fucking news because they gotta sift through all the shit and find the fucking news and then get permission to put it on and all this bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And then really what they're doing is they're just showing you the news that fucking makes their ratings go higher and, and pushes and promotes their own agenda. And then, the, and then the other side of it is motherfuckers who are just lying. Like Fox News, they just lie. They just lie. They lie about everything. They become a, 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 it's like, it's such a joke. They just lie about everything. And now CNN, since they got bought out by fucking Republicans and conservatives now, now they lie. MSNBC, we better watch the fuck out because they're going to be next. They're going to be bought out by some conservative fucking billionaire. And then they're going to start to lie. So do yourself a favor, just cut that shit off. Just cut yourself off from cable. You don't need 24-hour news cycle, bro. One of the most poisonous things that ever came to society was a 24-hour news cycle because at that point, they had to make up the news. Before, it used to be, show me the most important fucking shit that I need to learn about today. That's why John Oliver is a great show. John Oliver's fucking uh, Last Week Tonight is a great show because all he does is tell you the most important shit you need to fucking know. You need to know what, you know, you know this is happening right now. This is the fucking most important shit, and that's it. That's all you need to know. But the news isn't like that anymore. The news is now, we got to entertain people with terrible news. So let's just show them horrible shit all fucking day long. So what happens? You come out and you fucking think you're going to get robbed. Like, it's just walking to the fucking mailbox. So you take a gun with you, you know? And then the fucking neighbor's kid's passing it on, kicks a ball, and goes into their thing, and the kid goes over there to go get it. And you think it's, because you see a shadow on the side, and you're like, oh my God, and you pull out your gun and you shoot it. And you just shot a fucking 14-year-old kid just trying to get a fucking ball. That literally just happens. Like eight times in a week. This is the world we've created because you want media. And it's not even media. It's that news stopped being journalism and started trying to be entertainment. Okay? That's what happened. That's what New York media is. No, thank you. I don't need this shit. No. Reject it. Reject it. I am rejecting it the same way I reject any notion that the New York Knicks are going to fucking come back next year and be any better. Okay, they're not. And don't even remember me. Oh my God, they get fucking Kevin Durant because they just had, they already had, New York already had Kevin Durant. They didn't do shit with that motherfucker. What are you going to do? Who are you going to bring me? Huh? Who are you going to bring me? Who are you going to bring me that's going to make me fucking fear? So let me tell you, next year, Bam Adebayo is going to be better. And next year, I fully expect fucking Tyler Hero to just come out pissed the fuck off that he missed another fucking playoff. Do you know how pissed off Tyler Hero is going to be if we win a title this year and he didn't do shit? You know how bad that's going to make him look? You know how bad that's going to make Tyler Hero look if we win this fucking title without him? It's going to make him look bad. I personally am not going to look down on him. I'm going to look at like a plus. I'm going to be like, holy shit, we just won the fucking title and we didn't even play Tyler Hero. Next year, we should fucking just run through everybody, bro. Fucking do the same thing. Just make the eighth seed and just run through everybody. Fuck it. Let's do it again. That's what we're going to do next year. We're never going to fucking ever. I do not expect Eric Spolster in the future to ever try and go for the one seed. Ever again. Ever again, bro. He's never going to do that shit. He's never going to break his back. Trying to go for, trying to protect the one seed ever again. He's just gonna fucking make it to the playoffs. All we gotta do is make the playoffs, boys. That's it. Just make the playoffs. That's all we gotta do. Once we're in the playoffs, that's when we turn it on. And heaven forbid anybody that plays us. That's that's what they that's what they realized this year. That's what they that's what the Knicks haven't realized. That's what nobody else has realized. Nobody else has realized that you know what? You don't need the eight seed. You don't need the number one seed. You can be the eight seed and win the fucking title. We're gonna show you. Because even if, even if they don't win the title, even if they get beat by Boston in a fucking five-game series, it doesn't fucking matter, bro. They look how far they got. You didn't fucking give them a... Nobody gave them a fucking... Not even me. 
Go back and check the tape, bro. I was like, this team is not going anywhere. Because they weren't fucking eating shit. And literally last year, you were like, this is the number one team of the fucking, you know, in the league. Number one. We had the we. It was us and like Denver fighting for the best fucking record. And, and, and what the fuck happened, bro? Like, what happened? What happened? You can't blame fans for, 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 for doubting this team this season. You really cannot. You cannot. You cannot blame Miami. You cannot blame fans. You can't call us fair weather. You can't. Because any fucking goddamn organization, anybody, bro, any fan base that went through what we went through this year, you're going to be like, you're so confused, dude. You're going to be the same way. You're going to be the same way. Like, what the fuck just happened? And I'm like, I believed in this team from the very beginning. And I'm like, I still don't know what the fuck just happened. I watched every game just about. I missed like two or three games, bro. And like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what made this team like just derail Teeter Totter so much. And, and then all of a sudden just turn into this monster force. I dreamt about it. I was like, maybe that'll happen. I was like, yeah, you know what? Let me, I'm going to fantasize for like five minutes that the Heat are going to have this shitty season. They're going to get to the end and they're just going to run through everybody because fuck it. Ah. It was a nice fantasy. I never, I never dreamed it would come true. How could you dream? It was, this was, how could you even think that this was possible? Tell me. Somebody out there. Is there anybody fucking out? Nobody's fucking out there, bro. Nobody out there. You know? Nobody fucking out there. People are scared. People are scared to watch. People are scared to talk. People are scared to fucking hear it out. It's fucking pathetic. Fucking sad. Nobody. Nobody saw this coming. Nobody. Not even fucking uh, uh, Mike Sure. Mike Sure didn't see this coming. I don't care how much he says, Oh my God, I'm afraid of the Miami Heat. They're going to be the ones. Uh, maybe he did. I take that back. He knows. You could tell. He's traumatized from us. He fears us. One of the few people who understands what we are capable of. I just... I'm really thankful for this team. I know we shat on them so much. I know we fucking hated on them so much. I know I fucking yelled at Duncan Robinson God knows how many fucking times, but I think finally Spoke figured out how to use him today. Finally. You play him, you see if he makes his shots, and the minute he starts, he misses two in a row, you bench him. That's how you got to do it with Duncan. So I gotta, you saw that shot that he made, the last shot that he made, that he was like, bro, if he doesn't make that, everybody everybody in the goddamn fucking you know, Miami-Dade County was like, bro, motherfucker, if you don't make that shot, bro, we're going to kill you right now. Like, we're going to just all charge to the fucking court and murder you. And he made that shot, because he could tell. He could feel the murderous rage building in that building. This game should have been like a 20-point blowout because we had so many open looks that we missed. So many like at-the-basket like little boop that we missed. Jimmy Butler, bro. For as good as he was, I'm pretty sure he was sick. I don't think it was the ankle. I don't think it was, you know, uh, another injury or anything like that. I just think he was sick. He looks like somebody who's under the weather or someone who's ill. Someone with like a stomach flu. Someone who's like just got the, a fever or some shit like that. He looked sick. That's how he looked, and that he played very lethargically. That's why he played. He looked like he was slower. He looked like he was playing through like mud. You know, like there was he was encased in like mud, and just like so he looked like. 
But I don't think it was. A, I, there was a couple times he looked like he was kind of gimpy and kind of on the ankle and stuff like that. But I can't imagine it was the ankle. That motherfucker's been getting top no top top rate treatment, bro, every day. I know that ankle hurts, but I gotta imagine that after all that rest that he had, that shit's that's just fine. So that's right. I mean, he looked like he was just under the weather and sick. So I'm, I'm guessing that. And there was a couple times he he did one of those, like he did a sniffle, and so it was like mm, I, that's why I think he he might have been sick. So, um, man, he battled through, bro. That motherfucker battled. Pulled it through, man. I cannot believe he fucking pulled it through. So impressive, dude. Like, just him getting us back here. Like, Jimmy Butler can, like, literally, like, you, you, you're, you, 22 will be in the rafters. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That 22 better be in the rafters before anybody else. And that's it. Sure, Haslam, and the next one, 22. Right away. Because just him taking us back-to-back Easter Conference Finals. Taking us to a finals in the bubble, which was there was so much stress and there was so much going on. And that was like, yo, that showed you how good he was, dude. And then after the bubble, you were like, fuck, Jimmy, bro. Like, he's really good. He just needs either someone else to balance off of him or he just needs to get like a little bit better. And, and, and he has, you know? It's just we're four years in this motherfucker, and we're like, bro, he's he's got it's gotta be now or never. It's either gonna be this year or I don't know. And uh, and I re- but I really feel you know what if he wins it this year, I bet it, I really feel he'll he'll come. We we might be able to pull it back to back, you know, because we're back to back Eastern Conference Finals again. It's the same fucking team, it's the same exact team. That's what people don't understand. That's why people didn't fucking think that people did. People thought we were in eight seed because we sucked. We were in eight seed because we didn't give a shit. We didn't care. The Miami Heat did not care about their seeding. They didn't care about their record this year. It was the first time I've ever watched a professional sports team not give a shit whether they won or lost and then still make the fucking playoffs. I've never seen that before. Do you think that happens in the NFL? I mean, the closest I can, I can again, as a Jet fan, the closest I can see I've ever seen that is, is the Patriots, where the Patriots are like, eh, whatever, and then comes Thanksgiving. And one thing about being a Jet fan that you hate was Thanksgiving. Why? Not because you weren't being featured on Thanksgiving Day, you know, like against the, 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 the Cowboys or the, the, the Joy or something like that. No, no. It was because you knew that that Sunday was the day that the, the New England Patriots were going to wake up. Every single fucking year. Every single goddamn fucking year. Thursday fucking uh, Thanksgiving... Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Saturday, probably some college game, Sunday Patriots wake up and beat your fucking ass from here on out. That's happened every goddamn year for a long time. So that's why I'm just like, that's the closest that I can kind of make the comparison to that of like seeing a team wake up. You know, seeing a team flip a switch. was That's the only time in my life that I've ever seen that. And, and 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 this is this this went beyond Jimmy being able to flip the switch. This was this was a whole team flipping the switch. This was a whole team learning from Jimmy how to flip the switch. And even then, you know, they really played bad. I mean, if I was honest with you, they played like shit. They played bad. It was a bad game today for them. It was a, 
They got their ass handed to them in the first quarter. Second quarter was was second quarter was just the Knicks falling apart. Third quarter they started to strangle. In fourth quarter they took a hold of it. They saw that there was an opportunity. They took it. They were not gonna. They're not gonna let go. They came close, but they weren't gonna let go. The refs. This entire playoffs have been horrendous. I'm not saying that as a Heat fan. I'm saying it as an NBA fan and an advocate for the Knicks. Let me tell you, Knicks fans, if you're complaining about calls, I was complaining about calls in the beginning of the fucking first quarter because y'all motherfuckers got nothing but calls. You literally had three, two shots in the first quarter that were actually not free throws. It was like a three from Randall and I think another three from Bunsen. Everything else were free throws. In the fourth quarter, the Knicks didn't have their first fucking field goal like with, until like three minutes left in the game because everything had been free throws. So don't talk to me about you guys not getting calls. The problem is that there's such a, a, an unbalance of calls. There's such a disparity of calls. And I know that there's teams that are bad at defense and bad at fucking, and, you know, and they get the foul calls. And, and then that's totally plausible, but not the Heat. You know, not the way that you were calling on them. What, what, what I'm saying is, if you're going to, just call the game equally. Balance. If you're going to call that call on one side, you call that same call on the other side. And that was not happening. Jimmy Butler was getting to the bucket, getting contact. Don't talk to him, dummy. These motherfuckers are straight up. No, they're not. They're not avoiding going straight up. Get out of here. There's contact. And if there's not contact, there should be respect. There is zero respect coming to Jimmy Butler from the referees. That is a fucking fact. Goes all the way back to the Bucks fucking series. Same shit, bro. He should be getting three times the amount of fucking foul calls, and he's not. If you watched Jimmy Butler during the fucking regular season, you know that motherfucker was eating at the line, bro. There were He went through a streak that he had like 50 fucking free throws in a row. That's why when you see him miss a free throw, everybody's shocked. You're like, if you've never seen Jimmy Butler, you're like, why is everybody shocked? It's like, bro, because that motherfucker made like 50 free throws in a row one time. Like, he was just fucking, on a, on a, the season, there was a string where he was just eating at the free throw line. That's where he lived. That's where Jimmy Butler operates. That's, how, that's the best Jimmy Butler that we can have is motherfuckers, he just goes get fouls and live at the free throw line. That's Wade. That's Marquette. That's how they do it. All day. Those guys are fucking tanks, bro. Jimmy Butler is a fucking tank. He's out there fucking just running over. <laughs> It's like, but the disparity was too much. And then you try to make up for it at the second half, and then it just throws off the game. And <clears throat> what's worse is that creates injuries. I personally believe that that creates injuries. Because you're making the other team play hard and a lot more aggressively. And if you're not calling those aggressive hard like calls dude they're just gonna get more aggressive and more aggressive and more aggressive and to a point where they're out they are gonna actually do a foul they're gonna have to call but the problem is that that foul might just get one of the players hurt and if you would have just called a couple fouls beforehand they would not be playing so aggressively at the end they'll be playing hard but they won't be like slapping and karate chopping people and shit you know but the refs just did have done a terrible job this offseason just it's just, it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. 
And like, if I'm Knicks fan, I'm, I'm pissed off too because there were a couple of times where you know Knicks couldn't get called. They didn't get calls because they couldn't give them the calls because they gave them so many calls on this other shit that was bullshit. Fucking it up. Bam out of bio, bro. Like, bless his heart, man. And 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 and, and I, I'm not gonna. You can't hate again. Don't hate. Can't hate on fans. You can't hate on people who are calling him a bust. You can't hate on people who are saying he's fucking lost his heart. You can't say any of that shit because you know what he did. If you watch him in the regular season, you watch him now. You're like, what happened after All Star break? You had no, the thing with Bam that everybody had been talking about after All-Star break was where did Bam go? What happened to Bam? This was the first time in a couple games that you've seen Bam be the Bam he was before All-Star break, bro. You've all been waiting for it and asking for it. That motherfucker's dominant, dude. That guy was better than anybody on the fucking court, bro. Get out of here, bro. Fuck Jimmy Butler? Fuck that. Bam. Bam was better than the entire Knicks team, bro. And it's just, why aren't you just be aggressive? And this was the first time that I saw Bam, like, want it. You know, in a long time. Maybe since, like, the bubble, bro. Like, you saw Bam want it. Like, let I me, mean, I, yeah, man, since the bubble. Because even last year, I, I'm sure that he had great plays last year to get us to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm sure. I know we did. But I remember how just goddamn fucking aggressive and he wanted it in the bubble. When he blocked Jason Tatum. That was an amazing block. You know, and, and, and like you, this is the first time in this game that I saw him just like, ah! and it was like, oh shit. So, you know, I'm glad he found it finally, bro. And he, he, he realized that like he was just better than everybody, bro. Once you realize you're better than everybody, you win. What is there, what, what, what is there left? Hmm? Tell me. Nothing. You know, Max Roos did his job. Gabe Vincent did their job. Gabe Vincent came close to really fucking destroying this. And Gabe Vincent came close to putting his head in a fucking noose and us kicking him off the fucking, you know, the shit. Yeah, you came fucking close, Gabe. But we still love you. We still love you because we won. But it was a bullshit call. It was a bullshit call. It was a common foul. That was not a flagrant. That was n The whole idea of the flagrant in, in today's NBA is absolute trash. It's, an, it's absolute trash. There is no cognitive awareness of what a flagrant foul is. You're just calling whatever hyper aggressive play that you call, and you're gonna be you're gonna, you're gonna start calling it a flagrant. Like if you watch, I mean, I understand that the game has changed and it's not as aggressive and it's not as, as fucking like hardcore as the '90s. And and you know what? The '90s were not as hardcore as the '70s. The way all the motherfuckers in the '70s would talk shit about it. Like so, don't bring me that shit, okay? But for real. The flagrant, y'all gotta figure that shit out. Because it's embarrassing right now, dude. Like, y'all don't know what a fucking flagrant is. The same way NFL has this problem that they can't fucking tell you what a catch is, apparently. NBA cannot tell you what a foul is, and NBA cannot tell you what a goddamn flagrant foul is. Like, anything could be, I could whistle on someone's fucking ear, and they're gonna call a flagrant on that shit. Stupid. Absolutely stupid. So that's just I don't know. But I'm 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 done trying to fucking be like flag or not. It's like they're gonna call flag and look at Saya. And look at Saya they're gonna call a fucking flag foul. You ready? 
One, two, three. <laughs> this is my, uh, <laughs> this is my, <laughs> two things, this is my revelry piece that I got with the, uh, with the little case, compartico, where's the case? Revelry case. I picked it up at the uh, the flowery sells these. If you go to the flowery uh, and get their amazing fucking weed, uh, God, kind of stupid thing, dude. This is really pissing me off. Like, I just gotta get a new camera, to be honest with you. So please donate so I can get a new fucking camera, cause I need to get <laughs> an, uh, one of those. An Elgato, then. I'm just gonna. I want to get an Elgato already. I want to go full Elgato. Like I'm tired of this uh, Microsoft Life Cam bullshit, dude. It just sucks. Um, but yeah, so this is the little kind of like case that I bought. It was forty dollars. Great fucking price, man. Uh, it's padded. It also has a uh, carbon filters so that it you don't smell any weed. Like you can fill it up with weed and it's smell proof. It's also waterproof. It comes with a grinder. This is, by the way, this is not a, an ad or a promotion. I literally just bought this because I wanted it and I saw it. And I'm just telling you about it. So please don't think I'm like, uh, I just hey, you know what? I like this. So, but it's got a, uh, it's it's called Revelry, <laughs> the kit series. Okay, and it comes with, uh, it comes with a pipe. You know, the pipe goes right in here. You know, you slip it in here and it, and it fits right there perfectly. And it comes with a little spot where you put your lighter on top. And then it comes with a little tool that at first I didn't really know how to fucking use this thing. But if you look at the tool, it's this awesome. It looks, it's really dangerous because it, it looks like some shit, some like Russian spy would tip with like fucking nuclear fucking gosa and then just go, like on you. In a crowd, and you look around, and you didn't see anybody, and then you're dead. That's what it looks like. But I didn't realize that that's what it was. But you basically unscrew this little top. Oh shit! I fucked it up. Remember? Oh wait! Oh, I fucked it up. Oh, here we go. There we go. I did it. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, you unscrew the little thing and it comes apart and you have this like little fucking piquito piece piece of it. I don't want to put it in there because I don't want to fill the inside with resin because I mean to clean that would be a real bitch so before I do let me just light this up real quick It's like 
it's super dangerous, but it's very fucking awesome because this is perfect for your thing. And then I, I, I was using it like this, and I was like, oh, this sucks. And then I realized, oh shit, wait, you can you attach it to this, right? Because if when you're done with it, you just put it back like a sheath. So it's like a little fucking, it's like a little sword, you know? It's beautiful. And I, and I was using this part to tamp it, and you're not, I mean, I don't think you're supposed to do that, but I, I was because I was stupid to tap down on the fucking, on the butt. Uh, but that's a bad idea because uh, that's really where the with chain, you're supposed to put like a little chain through there so you can have it on your fucking keychain. But uh, I was using it to tap it and that's like a bad idea because then it get, you just touch it and it, it gets on your hands and shit. So you don't, you don't want that. You, don't want, you want this to look completely inconspicuous, you know, which is great. But I just open it, boom, and it's got this thing and then I, I screw it to here, I screw it on top. You gotta make sure you... Very, very fucking careful, because, dude, that, that shit will fuck you up, bro. I already kind of bent it a little, because I'm just like... But it's awesome. I love this. It's beautiful. It's very ninja-like. Uh, but, yeah, but this is a beautiful piece. It's a little black right now. Normally, it's, like, clear, but it's it's getting blackish, brownish uh, once it fills up with the resin. Uh, but it's a great piece, man. It's a great piece. Let me actually just... Take this. Um, sorry, I almost fucked up shit there. Let me just clear this pool out because yeah, this this shit was killing me. How long are we gonna go with this shit, bro? Huh? Uh, how long? Yeah, long enough, right? We go long. Let's go long. Let's go. We haven't done it in a long time, bro. We haven't talked in a while, and I know no one's watching, but I don't care. You think I give a shit that no one's watching? I could give three fucks. Just like that. Kaiser Sose style. I can give three fucks because you know what? This is just me. I, I like to use this as an outlet because normally I just sit alone and talk to myself. And talk to the cats. And I drive the cats a little crazy. And thank God for Supra, bless her heart, because before when it was just me and Katniss, I would drive Katniss crazy to a point where she was licking off her fur. You know, where her underbelly was naked, was, was bare because she was so, like, stressed out because I was just, ah! And then I got Supra, and Supra kind of balanced out everything in a weird kind of way where... Now, you know, it's, I can, you know, rant to Supra, and Supra kind of listens because she's just like, I want to hear this. And then, you know, Katniss can be left alone. So, But now she has a beautiful coat, and she's very lovely. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, if, if I'm not doing that, I'm doing this, and I might as well just record this and put this out there. You know, maybe someone will listen to it and we'll take it. If not, you'll fuck yourself. Oh, man, I cannot believe... Another fucking year in the Eastern Conference Finals. I just can't believe the run. I mean, I do believe it now at this point. When you look back, you're just like, okay, now I understand. But um, it's still kind of shocking, bro, that, that we just came in and we're just... One of the three to level. But they, let me tell you, bro, they benefited from the way that this, uh, this the completely whole thing set it up. That's why I'm like, this is a message from the universe, bro. This is meant to be. Because... For us to cop, for us to lose to Atlanta, cop the Bulls. The Bulls beat us all year. 
And I'm sure they came into that game totally convinced that they were going to win. And we kicked their ass. Like, we kicked their ass in that game. And then to go to Milwaukee and just fucking stomp on their throat that game one. Sure, we lost heroes. Sure, they lost the name, man. But it was like, damn, this was a back alley brawl. This was a fight. This was such. This was a crazy ass fight. And and then to just wrestle away the series from them, like we did previously. We did that. We've done that to them previously. I've, we've done that to them before many times. I mean, that's why you gotta fire that guy. Unfortunately, look. Let me tell you, bro. Like Mike Boone holds is a great coach, and I don't think you should have fired him because he already won a ring. He won a ring. He won a goddamn ring with Milwaukee, bro. So he's fully capable of beating us and winning. He's fully capable of winning and going to the title. He had one ring. How are you gonna fire Mike Budenholzer after once after you he wins a title and then just just doesn't get you back two years in while Eric Spolster hasn't won a fucking title since fucking Big Three? You you want to blow up your fucking team like that? You cannot have inconsistency in this game. The one killer that I've noticed, I don't care how bad it is. I would rather have the same consistent fucking coach for multiple years, even if it's not like, even if you don't win. I mean, I don't know. I think I'd rather have that. Because ultimately, it always comes down to the players. Doc Rivers won a fucking title, bro. I don't care how many times he's lost, and I don't really care how how much I, I do not fear him and his white chocolate mocha that I used to make for him. Don't fear it. Sorry. I would tell you to get rid of him. But at the same time, I'd be like, don't get rid of him. Keep him, bro, because he's a good coach. Who the fuck are you going to replace him with? In this league right now, it's not even about coaches. It's about players. You know, the players make the coaches. And then the coaches make the adjustments for for the players. Eric Spolstra and Popovich and I guess Steve Kerr are probably outliers where they're like, they're people that like the players listen to like more than anybody Um, because they have just so much fucking experience. But it still comes down to the players. Eric Spolstra is nothing without Jimmy Butler. Can you imagine if Jimmy Butler left after they butt heads and they fought and shit? And we, we, we got rid of him because we listened to fucking UD. And UD sending over coach. What the fuck was you going to do, huh? Hey, UD, how about you sit the fuck down or get in the game? Instead of, you, instead of saying something, why don't you get in the game? Why don't you win this game for us? Fucking asshole. The fuck did UD do? What has UD done this series? What did UD do this series? What? Did he do anything this series? Did he make you happy? Are you happy that you just sat his ass on the fucking bench, huh? Are you? I'm not. Put his fucking ass in the game. Put him to work in the first quarter. Break him. Make him go out there and fucking cop like six fouls and get fouled out of the game in the first quarter. Set the fucking tone. That's what you should do. And you're not doing that. And it disgusts me that we still don't do that. What, is, what are you going to do with him? What are you going to do with him? I don't give a fuck who we play. We're beating them. But to be honest, if we had to play somebody, <coughs> I'd want to play Boston. I don't want to play the 76ers. The expectation to beat the 76ers is going to be too high. And we own those motherfuckers in the regular season. And we owned those motherfuckers last year. 
Like, we owned them good. I'm pretty sure we swept those motherfuckers. And I'm pretty sure last year when we swept those motherfuckers, I don't think James Harden was playing. I think he was hurt. But we swept those motherfuckers. And they're playing pretty good right now. I don't fear them because they're the same fucking team, just like us. They're the same team, so we'll, we'll beat them. We'll beat them. It might, it might go seven. I could go seven with that, but at the same time, it can go seven or it can go four with the fucking 76ers because Jimmy. Just there's something there that Jimmy will just refuses. He'll never let that fucking and he'll never let it end. Just like Minnesota, never, never, never. Just like Chicago, never. But I've said it before. Never say never. Because it's just the nature of the game. And the best example is the Bulls. The Bulls owned us in the regular season. And then we faced them in the play-in game when it mattered, and we took it to them. I'm not saying that the 76ers are capable of taking it to us like that. But what I'm saying is that the game is weird like that. You, you know it. You see it a lot in the NFL. With teams that are in the same conference... And they play each other twice. And then they have to meet in the playoffs. Typically, if the team has beaten one team twice in the regular season, typically in the playoffs, that team does not win. The team that's beaten, that's, that's lost twice in the regular season, they a lot of times win that third game. Because you're just so familiar with the team. And the 1x factor is that that other team that you beat twice... They fucking hate you. With like, they just fucking hate you. And they have that extra motivation to stomp you. Sure, you have the motivation that you have stomped them twice in the confidence of that. But confidence sometimes is, I feel, it's not as, it's strong of an emotion. But it doesn't seem to be as strong as like the will of someone. The belief of someone of like, and the want and desire to beat the living shit out of somebody. And that's like, that would be a problem for us, I feel. If, like, we go against the 76ers and they're like, these motherfuckers beat us nasty last year. And we supposedly had a better team. This year in the regular season, they beat us. When we supposedly had a way better team. We were the number two team and they were owning and we, we took it. We took it to them. Like, I want to believe that they would think if we meet these motherfuckers in the Eastern Conference Finals, we're not going to let this shit drop. We're getting this. It's our time now. That's my only fear. But the reality is, is if we, say, if we meet the 76ers, heaven help them. Because Eric Spolster has two fucking heads on his wall right now. And that motherfucker is not done hunting. He is not done hunting. He is hungry, bro. He's like the fucking predator right now. Eric Spolstra is the fucking predator right now. Like, like that. That's the predator. That's Eric Spolstra. When you look in the fucking court, you do not see a, a Filipino guy, old 40s hair, i.e. You don't see that. That's not, that's not, that's not, a, that's not what you see. What you're seeing is a cloaking device that is like creating a holographic image of a Filipino man in his 40s or, you know, late, late 40s that just sit 
That's what you're seeing. In reality, that's a predator. The hair, the muscles, the skulls, the fucking shit with the thing and coming, chopping you in half and ah, Gary Busey. That's a predator. That is not an NBA coach. That is a fucking predator. I've seen predator a lot of times. We're shaving, man. Shaving without shaving. He's a fucking predator. Sorry. I'm trying to keep it, you know. Trying to keep the face here. Give me a big. Come on, give me a second, dude. Come on. Give me a little bit. It's hard. (laughs) He's a fucking predator. He's looking for skulls, bro. He's not looking for fucking heads on the wall. Putting up a bison in there and shit, bro. Nah, bro. He's already got Mike Budenholzer up there. He's going to have Thibodeau up there. I I guarantee you Thibodeau's going to get fired. The Knicks are not going to keep with Thibodeau, dude. The Knicks are not going to fucking keep with Thibodeau. The Knicks should not keep with Thibodeau. That guy's a nice guy. He's not a good coach. I don't give a fuck what you say anymore, ESPN. Supposed fucking sports guy. I'm a robot sports analyst. No. Tom Thibodeau? Goodbye, my friend. You just got Eric Spolstered. You got spowed. That's what's happening right now. Motherfuckers are getting spowed. Spo is spowing people. He's a predator, bro. That's not a real human. That is an evil fucking alien galactic hunter. And he has two skulls. And he's looking for a third. Okay? And the third might be a rookie head coach. Losing early, this is not this does not feel right. We need to get rid of this guy. That's what he wants. Either that, or he wants to fucking head one more time of our good friend from the Seventy Sixers. You, that's another fucking thing. Okay, if we face the Seventy Sixers, bro, and Eric Spoelstra beats Doc Rivers again. Heaven help that man. Because he will fucking go crazy. That's something else I don't want to see. You know, that's maybe why I want to see the Celtics. I'd rather see the Celtics because I don't want to have to beat Doc Rivers one more time. And we will. We will. Look look at me. We'll beat you, bro. Do not do it. Just give up right now. Lay down your arms. Don't even come. We will take it from you. Don't. Or maybe do, I don't know. That's what scares me sometimes too, you know? That's what scares me. That scares me. That freaks me out. Freaks me out. Because it could very well be the game that's like, this is the one that Doc Rivers finally overcomes. This is the hill that he has to overcome. He's got to go through the Boston Celtics and beat them at their best game. Blah, 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 and have this team that's the number two team. And I got, I'm the best of the best of the And I go through the best team. And, blah, blah, blah. and then I face the eight seed Miami Heat. Coached by that motherfucker, Eric Spolstra. The motherfucker that has kept him. From getting anywhere sniffing near a fucking finals 
or an NBA title since fucking 2010. Fucking A, bro, for a decade. Eric Spolster has been the hell that Doc Rivers is living in. Okay? For a decade. That man hates him. I, I, you're going to say he's going to tell you, oh, I respect Eric Spolster. He's a great coach, but I have no way he does not true. He hates him with the fire of a thousand galaxies. Fuck your sons, bitch, okay? Because everybody all of a sudden started saying, oh, with the passion of a thousand sons. And I used to say this shit when I was in sixth grade, bro. And I don't know how the fuck y'all motherfuckers caught on. Same way I used to say twice on Sundays. That shit'll happen every single day and twice on Sundays. I used to say that shit all the time when I was a fucking kid. And I made that shit up and I don't know how that fucking hell that just showed up on like Law and Order and shit. Get the fuck out of here. The fire and the passion of a thousand galaxies. That's how much he hates our exposure. So you know he wants this. You know he wants to he wants to get to the Eastern Conference Finals because he wants to beat Exposure finally, but this is not the kind of team that you beat Eric Schultz, Eric Spolster with. You know, this is not the kind of team that you beat. You know, this is like not like, oh, this is like a big villain team. No, oh, this team is just made up of a bunch of stars. This is like the big three first year, and we're the Mavericks coming in, and we're going to do it. We're going to punch them in the mouth. How dare they think they can just come in here and get the best players and just win that easily. Even though any every every team wanted to do it. <laughs> There's a funny thing about the big three. that Everybody hated the big three, but everybody wanted the big three. Like, that's what everybody wanted. It was just a lottery, and then he got them all. Sorry. No hate. This is not a Heat team made up of guys that you should be jealous of. This is not a Heat team made up of guys that you really would hate. This is not a Heat team made up of, like, you know, assholes. You know, this is not a Heat team of, like, bullies and dudes that are just like, oh, like that guy's a dirty player and this and this. No. Everybody respects Jimmy Butler. And nobody fucks with him. Everybody in the league knows that shit. At this point, after Minnesota, after all of this happened, nobody fucks with Jimmy Butler. And people respect that his ass, okay? Refs might not respect him, but the players do. Okay? People respect Bam. Because that block that he did in the fucking, in, in the bubble... Everybody saw that. Bam became a star in the bubble because everybody saw that block. And everybody was like, holy, everybody was like, holy shit, we've never seen that before. So that made him a star. You know, and the one person that you probably hate is Kyle Lowry because everybody hates fucking Kyle Lowry for some reason. But even then, you really can't hate him anymore because he's like on his last leg. He's like on his way out. So he's not, he just, people hate him if he's not on your team. He's like a Chris Paul kind of guy. He's like Marcus Smart kind of guy. Same goes for like you know Gabe Vincent. He's kind of I, I imagine that's what people think of Gabe Vincent. Is that they look at him like a fucking pest. Someone's a pain in the ass to play. But you really can't hate Max Schroes. Max Schroes is awesome. He's a funny guy. Can't really hate Duncan Robinson because Duncan Robinson. I think more people are not on opposite teams like him because he's he actually sucks. They know he sucks. Like they know Duncan Robinson. Like if that motherfucker's on, we're fucked. 
Like that, that they know that too. They know that if Duncan Robinson comes on and he makes like four fucking shots, like you're pretty much lost that game. That's what I was saying, bro. I had said that in the beginning of the season at some point. I know that like it's you don't need Duncan Robinson to come in there and do twenty points a game, which is the problem. Okay, you're paying that man eighty million dollars to come in there and put up twenty points a fucking game because he can and he's fully capable and he should be fucking doing that shit. So where the fuck is it? But no, you're paying him eighty million dollars. At this point, to just give you 12 points per game. Because this version of this Heat team, what we've learned, is that with Duncan Robinson, 12 points per game, that's enough. Duncan Robinson puts up 12, we win that game. Duncan Robinson puts up 9, we probably win that game. Duncan Robinson puts up 6, mm, we may win that game. Puts up 3, definitely not. Puts up nothing, for sure. We... Heaven help us. But if that motherfucker puts up 12 shots, uh, 12, 12 points, that's pretty much in the bag. So, you can't, I don't want to say you can't, you, gotta, you, you can be upset because we still got to be upset with Duncan Robson. We got to do something. Some motherfucker on, the, on Twitter was like, do you think Lowry would take a pay cut? He's like, what the fuck are you talking about, Lowry taking a pay cut, bro? You, you better pay Lowry twice as much money you were paying him before. Because he's fucking coming through. Okay? The motherfucker you ask to take a pay cut is Duncan Robinson. That's $80 million that's sitting on the goddamn bench. Fuck that shit. You cut that motherfucker's salary in half. You tell Duncan Robinson, Duncan, do you like playing here? Do you want to play here? Do you want to continue playing here? Or would you rather play somewhere else? Because if you'd rather play somewhere else, we're going to get you somewhere else. But if, and wherever you want to go. Wherever you want to go, we'll, we'll put you there. Wherever you want to go. But if you want to keep playing with us, you're going to have to take a, a 50% pay cut. Because you just haven't lived up to your contract. Duncan Robinson has not lived up to his contract, bro. Like, he has still... He won us. He won you that one playoff game. And he kind of played the other one, but we, we didn't win, so he didn't come through for us. But so far, his $80 million has lived up to the contract. I'm like, you, you basically are... I've said this before on a previous Heat Cultura. Um, check out Heat Cultura on Spotify, first of all. Uh, the, the first season of Heat Cultura is available on Spotify. I... Used to use Audacity, uh, Odyssey, or whatever the fuck it was called. I don't remember. Uh, to record it, and now it's like Spotify podcast now because it got bought up by Spotify. Um, I used to use that to record it and put it on and and, and all the stuff. And that would I would it was just it turned into like this just this, this stupid tremendous amount of work where I would do. I would record it here. I'd have to edit it, or I, I would record it in Twitch. Then I'd edit it so I could put up a version on YouTube, and then put up that audio up on fucking. Uh, on on uh, 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 on the podcast thing, and then like no one would listen to the podcast thing. So I'm like, I'm not gonna waste my time. And then when I would stream on Twitch, only like four people or one person, like after three days of leaving it up there, would would read it. So I'm like, this is bullshit. But when I come on here and I come on YouTube, and if I check right now, you know, I've had 16 views. That's perfect. Oh, that's from the average. I think that's because the fucking stream went down. But before it was like, it was close to 100, dude. Um. And it's like, look, I, I get it, dude. You know? Like, that, um, it's just, I actually get people just at least coming by and stopping around. I don't get that in Twitch, bro. Unless you've already got a hardcore following. I don't get, like, people just randomly kind of showing by and showing up or anything like that. Like, I don't get that. I get that here. Um, I don't get anybody commenting because I don't know, whatever. But I'm glad people don't comment because, honestly, I'm not paying attention to the comments. I, I, I don't see the comments, actually, because I have, like, this thing and screen and I, gotta be looking, and I don't really want to. 
I don't want to engage the audience. I mean, there's plenty of other places you can go to engage the audience and that, that you want to engage other people, and that's not how we operate around here. I know it's not the norm. The norm is that, like, oh, you engage the audience, and you talk back and forth, and you, know, and then you make them feel like they're wanting and stuff like that, and I'm like, no. I'm not here for you, bro. I'm here for me. I'm here to outlet. And if you like to listen to what I have to say, by all means, listen to what I have to say. If you don't, move on and have a good day. And that's basically what I'm doing. And that's why I'm like, I know I know it doesn't, it's not the right way and I'm not getting views, but I don't care. I, I feel more comfortable this way, you know. And, uh, and it's not really about engaging people. It's about coming on here and just putting on a show for like an hour or two and moving on with my life. Um, but we're going strong right now because it's 129 where we're at. Um, there's just a lot to talk about. And I want to talk about everybody. I want to talk about, I want to talk about Caleb Martin. And big ups to Caleb Martin. Great game. I know he kind of didn't show up. He, I think he had one fucking three. But that's not the point. I mean, I'm looking at it as a whole. I'm looking at the whole series. Caleb Martin, this whole series. Caleb Martin up to this point. Caleb Martin, this whole playoff run. That motherfucker. Okay. That motherfucker's been amazing. And we have to celebrate right now, okay? You can't just be like, okay, we're now, it's the next step. Job's not over. I mean, you have to be that way. Tomorrow. But today, enjoy the fact that you made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And it's not even that you just made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Baby, you made it to the Eastern Conference Finals for the second year in a row. Baby. What are you talking about? I don't know what's happening with the, with the Golden State Warriors and the Lakers. But I just wanted to watch the Heat, but... I'll just download the fucking stupid bullshit. Whatever. Fuck it. I think the game's over. It's midnight? I don't know. Sorry, I'm just trying to get to the game. Quavo. Isn't that the guy? Oh, fuck you, Bill Maher. The fuck? Oh, Elon Musk, gross. I want Lakers to lose. Ugh, Kim Kardashian. God damn it. Well, like, ugh, Kendall Jenner. Ugh, the worst. And Trey Young. Oh, my God. What a horrible fucking string of celebrities, dude. Lewis Hamilton, I guess. I mean, like, okay, I guess that thank God you get somebody that's like worth something. But uh, the Quabble guy, then that's the guy that got shot, the guy that almost died. But this is just terrible. I mean, oh, Lakers up seventy six sixty three, uh, seventy eight sixty three right now. Just the fourth guy has gone crazy. But what a horrible string of fucking. God, what shitty ass fans. You think you think fucking Elon Musk is a Lakers fan? Let me tell you right now. Elon Musk is not a fucking Lakers fan, okay? Elon Musk is a fucking asshole. Okay, he's only out there to fucking look and to be seen and to Hey look, I've got money I can afford. Cause like he's tra- he's got like this pretend fucking British accent that's not really there, but it's he's you can you can tell he's tried it a couple times. Uh eight foot four. Yeah, I think it's good if we're That's that's Elon Musk. I think it's good. I think it's good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think we totally messed that up. We could change it. After he like destroys an entire fucking city, <laughs> it's like 
Bro, you're out there just being an ass, dude. I hate his fucking ass, dude. Because, <laughs> I mean, that motherfucker came in and took up Twitter, and he could have made it a great place. He could have just bought that shit, shut the fuck up, and let it run itself. And no, I got to interject myself and put some more far-right white supremacist shit out there. Hey, let's support a conspiracy theory, because why not? Fucking asshole. I don't even watch that game. I don't, even, I don't need to see that shit. And let me tell you, bro, the Lakers are not are, are probably the better team because the Golden State Warriors sucked throughout the regular season, bro. Regular season they were they were really bad and, and even though we were really bad throughout the regular season, I don't I don't view it as the same, man. Like I don't I know the Warriors could probably be if there's any other team that could throw a switch, it's them and they're probably trying to throw a switch, but they haven't been able because they should dominate the Lakers, bro. They should beat that team. And the Lakers is still to this point just A D and LeBron. And LeBron is LeBron is LeBron, but LeBron is beatable, bro. Like, I, I will never, ever fear LeBron in my life again, bro. Not because he's no, he wasn't on, he's not on the Heat anymore. I feared LeBron when he was on the Heat because that first year showed us he's beatable. He's not like this fucking guy that comes in here and can't be stopped. No. Turn on the fucking heater, bro. That motherfucker cramps up and it's done. That's all you got to do. Just turn on the heater, bro. Make LeBron cramp up. That's what they should have done. Make him cramp up. Make LeBron run and run and run and run and run and run. And that motherfucker falls apart, bro. Like, ah, my arm, my legs. Yeah. He does that. Because yeah. his leg and shit. Not because it's broken, because he has cramps. He gets cramps in his leg, you fucking assholes. He gets cramps. There was one time they rolled the cramp out with, like, the rolling thing. And he went like this, he's like, yeah. <laughs> It was like, oh my god, that looked like that hurt. <laughs> I'm gonna go to game seven. Is there two more games, or is, it, is the next Boston game just game? You no, know, the next Boston game is game seven. Yeah, it's game seven. Because they're a game ahead of us, I think. Um, I just. I'm really happy for this team, man. I'm really happy that they came in and they and they pulled this off. Um, this, I know, <laughs> I literally just said job's not done. I was about to say it again, but it's not. So, um, it doesn't matter who we play, bro. It's the same. It's the same to me. To me, playing 76ers, playing the the Celtics, I don't give a fuck. We're gonna beat them either way. Um. But it'll be harder with the Celtics because there's something there between us and the Celtics. There's something there. And it goes beyond basketball. It goes beyond just like a rival. It's beyond. It's like a thick ass rivalry, bro. I mean, like that Heat Celtics is basically the the rivalry of the decade. I think. I think Heat Celtics is ever since Big Three. Um, I think even before Big Three, back going back to Wade. No, no, I'm sorry, no, because Wade. It was the Pistons. It was Detroit. That was the team to beat before Wade. Uh, it was, I'm sorry, it was um, Big Three. Ever since Big Three, like, the Celtics have always been a battle for us, you know. That's been a, a really, really, really hard rivalry. And in the last couple of years, the last four years, I think that's been the rivalry of the NBA. There hasn't been any other fucking... What other rivalry is there? What, like, Golden State, LA, really? You think so? Oh, because they live in the same state? Ooh, they have Steph Curry and the Brown James, though. Nah, bro. 
Lakers sucked, bro, for a really long time, bro. The Heat have always been there. The Heat have always been in the thick of it. We either get... Let me tell you something, bro. Ain't no way in fucking hell am I thinking that when we go into the playoffs, ever, ever, even last, even uh, uh, the year, not last year, not last season, the season before when we got swept in the first round, there is never a season that I've ever gone into the playoffs thinking that we are going to get bounced out in the first round. Never. Never. That Bucks 4-0, I was shocked. I was shocked by that. I was like, I attribute that obviously to the fucking t- to short season, short rest, and just them just you know not having enough at the end of the season. I think injuries plagued us big time that season. Uh, I think Jimmy was injured. I-, I-, I just I was like, no, 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 that this this was a this was an anomaly. This was crazy, you know. So I kind of just it happened. It happened. Whatever. But it wasn't like I went in there expecting. Oh man, we might not make it. This uh, no, 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 bro. I don't care who we're playing. And I think that year, the, the Giannis was number one. Milwaukee was like the number one team. And we came in there number four, and they swept us. And, uh, and you know, it was because we were tired, we were fucking injured, and, and you know, the, the bubble shit killed us, and we didn't have any rest. Um, and I think that's where they learned their lesson. You know, that's where they learned, well, we'll have, a f- you know, what happened was they got beat by Milwaukee, right, the number one, and they were four, and... They were in the bubble finals, you know, the year before. And that pissed them off. That pissed off the Heat to a point where the Heat were like, you know what, we're going to come back next year and we're going to shove it down your motherfucking throat. You think you're the number one team, bitch? You ain't the number one team. We are. And that's what the Heat did. And they went out and they got the number one seed. They got the number one thing. They got home court advantage. They fucking were killing everybody. They were like, wow, this Heat team is super powerful, blah, 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 blah. One shot, misses it, done. Celtics, go on. And after that, the Heat were like, what's the point of getting pissed off and, and putting all this energy to get the number one seed if ultimately it's just going to come down to one shot. We had we had home court advantage in a seven-game series, bro. Like, you win that game. And we lost that game. One of the few times, one of the rare few times that you lose a home game seven. And on the last shot like that, that's why you come, they came away and they were like, we don't give a fuck about the record. We don't give a fuck about the one seed. We don't give a fuck about the two seed. What we give a fuck about is getting to the playoffs healthy. Getting to the playoffs where everybody is healthy. And let me tell you, they did that. I know we lost Hero and we lost Oladipo that first game. But when they came into that, to the, to, uh, uh, to, that, to, to, the, to the playing game and all that shit, everybody was healthy. Everybody was healthy and everybody was at 100%. Everybody was ready to go. When we, when we won the playing tournament and we started game one with fucking the Bucks, bro, we were at 100%. Everybody, nobody was on the injury, injury list. Nobody. I think maybe Butler was like, oh, maybe. Just to fuck with people, you know? But I don't think anybody was on the injury list. And then, you know, all this shit happened. But one of the saving graces was that we came into the playoffs this year completely healthy. Last year we didn't. Last year, last year we came in and we were just, I don't know how the fuck we made it that far, bro. And even in the end, we really didn't make it that far because Hero was injured at the end. That's another, another thing a lot of people get. A lot of people are like amazed that we're doing this without injury, without Hero. We did the same thing last year, bro. Last year we did it without Hero. Hero did not play against the Celtics because he was injured. We lost that series. That was a big reason a lot of people say we lost that series because we didn't have Hero. 
hero that playoffs had a bad playoffs. He didn't even play really good in that second round. Because the Celtics, I mean, uh, uh, not the Celtics, uh, uh, 76ers took it to him. 76ers had a plan for Hero where they were attacking Hero and they were just sending doubles at him. And at that point, he wasn't ready. And then this year is when he came back and he kind of learned his lesson against the 76ers. That whenever they he gets the ball, 76ers go right at him. And, and, on, and on defense, it was even worse, man. Last season, 76ers took it to Hero. There was a game that Hero had that was like, oof. It was a bad game for Hero because... 76ers just did not fear him. They went right at him, and they got everything they wanted. They won that game. You know, in, in the playoffs, it was completely different. We totally, totally destroyed them in the playoffs, but, you know, still. Give them credit. Just a little bit of credit. I'll give you a little bit of credit. It's going to be interesting, man. But at this point, we just got to see who we play, bro. Gotta see who we play, man. And it's a good thing that we won this game and put it away. So we don't have we got like an extra day of rest. We don't have to fucking go through because next game, Boston, whoever winning, very next week in two or three, two or three days, we're gonna start playing the the, the, the fucking finals. And uh the Easter Conference final. And uh if we had not won and had to play a Monday night game, we would have been giving the winner of tomorrow's game an extra day of rest. But instead we're getting the rest. So, uh, he's got to get healthy, man. Everybody put it, everybody get, just get in the hyperbaric chamber, get in the fucking, like, uh, get the fucking, there's a saying fucking tank shit and bring it out and we'll see you fucking whenever we see you. That's how we're going to do it. Okay. He cultura. He cultura. He cultura. However you say it, that's how you say it. Now and forever. Eastern Conference. Finals. Back-to-back appearance. In your face. I am Studio Mogura. Studio M-O-G-U-R-A. Hit me up at the PayPal and the Cash App. All donations go toward the making of my independent film. Include your name in the memo, and I'll include your name in the IMDb listing as well as the end credits of the film, and you'll get producer credit. Uh, buy my book, Full Moon Nights, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It's a chronicle of the Miami rave scene in the early 2000s, uh, based on a true story. And check out my uh, comic shop and blog, Octo Taco. And check out my T Public site uh, with my original designs. And then uh, lastly, check out my music, man, on Spotify. A uh, new album coming out uh, August uh, 15th. Uh, pre-orders begin May 18th. I'll provide a link on my Twitter and on my Instagram. So follow me there, at Studio Mogra, on both uh, sites. Uh, thank you for uh, listening and thank you for stopping by. If you did, I appreciate it. Uh, that's how we just do this. I just come in there, rock it, and then just keep going, you know? Uh, but for the most part, man, I'm, I'm really happy about this team. I'm really happy with this win. You know, it was a great series. Uh, Knicks play hard. It's just, they just, you know, they're just not there yet, bro. And they don't have the right coach. I'm sorry. You don't have the right coach. As soon as Tom Thibodeau was named the head coach, I was like, thank you very much. You gave us a, you gave us a, you gave us the win. That's how I felt. Tom Thibodeau is not your guy. Okay? Tell the New York fucking media to drop that motherfucker, bro. Because you, 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 you don't need Tom Thibodeau. Tom, you can do better than Tom Thibodeau. You know you can. Um, so... I fully expect him to be gone. Um, Barrett's good. Uh, Robinson's good. Uh, uh, Robinson's okay. He just needs more experience. Uh, this other guy, Brunson's the guy that you should build around. He's your Kyle Lowry. Um, Randall's good. He's just not there yet. Randall's good. He's still. He's just not there yet. He's a young guy. What are you talking about? He's not old. He's a young guy. Bam's older. Step the fuck aside. You respect your elders. Okay? 
So just chill with that. Don't be talking to get rid of J- J- uh, uh, getting getting rid of him because you need good players. You cannot win in this league anymore with just like two or three guys. You got to have an entire deep fucking team. You have to have a, you have to have two super super teams now. You have to have a starting super team and you have to have a backup super team. That's why Kyle Lowry comes off the bench. Kyle Lowry comes off the bench because he's better than your bench guys. And we can start Gabe Vincent and make up for Gabe Vincent with Bam and Butler. You guys just came at us with, with Brunson and Barrett had his moments and you didn't go enough to Barrett. You didn't go enough to this other guy when you saw it, uh, 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 when you saw it, uh, uh, Randall. This other guy, I forgot his name. Um, but he wasn't the solution. He's not a star. He's not the guy. Okay. You got players. Keep your players, but you need, you definitely need a star. Like, I know that's the talk and I know that's the talk of every team is you need a star. You need a star. You need a star. Well, who's the star? Who? Who are you going to get? LeBron? You're going to get KD again? You're going to get fucking a uh, guy from fucking Cleveland, Donovan Mitchell? Let me tell you, Donovan Mitchell's not good. Don't go for Donovan Mitchell, okay? Just let that slide. Donovan Mitchell on the heat. Maybe he sees some court time. Maybe. Donovan Mitchell just hits corner threes for us. That's how I feel. He's not fucking making plays. He's not taking the ball away from Jimmy Butler. Donovan Mitchell is not taking the ball away from Jimmy Butler. And I would never pick Donovan Mitchell before picking Jimmy Butler. You have a pickup game? Jimmy Butler. Done. I don't need nobody else. But dude, it's like five on one, bro. I know. Jimmy. Okay? So uh, we'll see you back here. Uh, you know what I'll do? I'll do the fi- uh, Eastern Conference Finals, baby. We're going to bring it. Every game. I'll do a equal two to every game. Uh, maybe that first game, uh, we'll do a live broadcast and I'll do a live watch. Uh, I would love to. I, I really enjoy doing those. Uh, it's just, you know, it's, this was a little, there's a lot of mojo going on with the New York fans because I have mucha brujería ahí. And, you know, con lo, con los hispanos ahí. Hay muchas cosas metido ahí, so I'm like, I don't want to fuck with that. So that's why I really didn't want to broadcast early. I didn't want to broadcast while I'm watching the game because I had to have a clear kind of like uh, space so the metaphysics can kind of flow properly, you know, from here to the game. Uh, because there's just a battle between the New York, uh, La, La, La Bruja de New York and the La Bruja de, de Miami, bro. Because, you know, Los Santero de Miami and La Bruja de, de New York, they're just going right at it really hardcore. So um, uh, I, I just really didn't want to, like, kind of mess up that mojo and bring in. That's why I was, like, I kept really quiet. I kept to myself as much as I could. You know, I, I talked during the game on Twitter like I usually do, but... For the most part, I wasn't like putting it in people's face. I was, but I was waiting till everything's done, because when you when you do that, when you talk a lot of shit, bro, like in the fucking Santero and shit, bro, like they get power off of that shit. That's why Nick fans are stupid, bro. Nick fans need to learn how to shut the fuck up, bro, and just watch the game and let it flow, bro. Flow with the game, man. Ride it, man. Just ride the wave, ride the snake, bro. Like Dune, you know, flowing, flow with it. With the fucking machine and shit, and he goes, ah, and fucking blows up, whatever. This was, this was a great win. This is a great series. This is a great fucking another notch in Heat history. Heat culture, bro. I mean, it's a beautiful thing, and you should respect it. You shouldn't hate it. You shouldn't feel like, oh, I hate Heat culture. It's so annoying. Oh my god, no. Not anymore. You should look at that shit and be like, damn, I wish I had that. I wish we had some Heat culture. 
And I guarantee you that that's going to happen now. I, 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 that's not, I'll, I'll leave you with this. A little fear that I have is that, you know, no matter how far we get from here on out, bro, you better believe motherfuckers are going to try and pick our coaches. You better believe motherfuckers are going to try and pick our team. Yeah, someone's, you know, the, the Quinn guy, this guy who got offered the job, he's going to get it for sure. You better believe that motherfucker just got a job at the, in, in Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> Minnesota Timberwolves, I, I think that's who he, 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 he uh, who the job he went for, right? I, I'm not. I can't remember what it was. Or it was Detroit. I think it was Detroit. And uh, you better believe Detroit is not gonna hire anybody else, bro. They're gonna hire this guy from from Miami, from Quinn. And it sucks, but Bird's gotta leave the nest at some point. So do it up, man. We'll just replace him with somebody else, bro. We got plenty of people down here, baby. Tons of people. Tons of people. Miami Heat is lucky. I haven't decided to become a video fucking guy. I guarantee you, man. I go in there. And I joined the Miami Heat just as a fucking coffee guy, bro. Fucking taking over our exposure in 10 years. That's how they do this shit. So uh, we'll leave you, man. Leave you with that, bro. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, Studio Bogra. Uh, don't freak out, but you know what? Freak out.